You are listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston. Oh, and Chris Trent's back. And this is episode number 50. Never trust a magician with your coin collection. Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now your host, Jody Livingston. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. If it's your first time checking out the show, welcome. You picked a fantastic episode to start on as there are some changes coming to the longer haul. We'll talk about all of that Today, and if you're coming back, well, welcome on back. You can, as always, find me on the Twitter sphere at at Jody Livingston, and of course on the Facebook over at The Longer Hall. All of the links and resources mentioned in today's episode you can find on the show notes page at thelongerhall.com slash episode zero five zero. That's thelongerhall.com slash episode zero five zero. Five zero. So, uh, a little bit of announcements to make today. We're going to talk a little bit again on longevity, which seems only fitting since this is, after all, the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast. And even we're going to have a little bit of a live magician on the show today. And so, uh, this episode will be different than uh, than others, sort of. Only in the sense that we're kind of going to give you a little bit of an idea of of what's to come and what's changing. But a great episode, some really, really good stuff in here. And of course, again, we will throw out some resources at the end for you. So make sure you stick around for that. So, hey, with all that said and out of the way, let's get into today's episode. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Well, hey, Chris, welcome back again to the show. Different capacity, for sure, this time. And um, I'm excited. I'm really excited about today. I think uh, <laughs> I think if you're listening and you uh, have been listening to the podcast for a while and you listened back in episode 36, you will be familiar with Chris. And uh, I believe we figured out when we were looking at this that it has the record <laughs> of being the longest episode. So so my question is, what have you gotten yourself into? <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's an exciting day episode here for, uh, for the longer haul and for the podcast. Um, Chris Trent here is coming on as partner to the longer haul and I'm excited to have him here um, and coming on. We're going to talk a little bit about that today, um, kind of how that came about as well as just kind of revisit longevity a bit. That is kind of the thrust of what the longer haul does and what it's for. And so we'll, we'll talk a little uh, about that towards that and then um, we'll throw out some resources at the end. Yeah, man. That yeah. we'll come I, up with. I'm super, I'm super pumped to be a part of it. The longer haul, uh, I enjoyed episode 36 a ton. And of course you and I, we're not exactly, uh, well, I mean, we're in, we're in North Atlanta together. Uh, we don't run in the same area very often, so we don't see each other a ton, but we've seen each other here and there coming and going. And so been friends in ministry for a while together, of course. And then the podcast, man, I loved that podcast that time. And, uh, we both have served at our churches for a pretty good while now. So the idea of partnering sounds fun to me. It's Indeed. awesome, man. It'll great. Yeah. And so um, this will kind of be from here forward, at least, as far as we know. Until you break up. Until we break up. <laughs> or, yeah. So, uh, or until the audience rebels and says, get rid of Jody. Just no, give it, it won't to, be that. Just give it to Chris. <laughs> Why did you bring that guy yeah. on? Um, so, uh, yeah, the show will be a little different, although largely the same um, as, as you have. The, the added... The biggest change, obviously, is that there's now not just me, uh, but Chris will be here as well. So, uh, huge advantage for that, as far as I'm concerned. Um, 
Because you're way smarter than me. That's not true. You have more yeah. hair than me. That's definitely true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, there'll, there'll be some added perspective uh, brought in, which I think is really helpful um, and and needed. And you know, we came out as Chris said, we've we've kind of known each other for a while now. Uh, here, we actually met through our local network. Here yes, with yeah. the association, and um, so that kinda, you've done that you've done such a fabulous job <laughs> keeping up. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's why we started the show because uh you know we're trying to encourage longevity and uh but the reality is that even here in our our local network man a lot of youth pastors have have left and, and coming on and so um we've actually talked about that what does that look like to yeah get yeah. that going again yeah i think i think the thing that you know the, the thing that brings us together number one we're both just committed to longevity so i'm 47 Gosh, uh, if you're not you are so old. Thanks. Uh, 47-year-old middle school pastor. Actually, I do middle school ministry now. I'm at Johnson Ferry Baptist Church over in Marietta. Been here for 13 and a half years and love You were old when ministry. you came here. I know. That's what's nuts. I was already an elder, I felt like, in, in youth ministry world. But now I've been here for a pretty good while and still digging it. And love investing in other youth pastors. Love to be around guys that are committed to doing this thing long term. And our passions are the same there, which is awesome. Um, so I know every all what the longer haul has been all about has been about encouraging guys to be able to stay for the longer haul. And uh, so for me, still every Sunday morning, every Wednesday night, I'm doing what every other youth pastor is doing. Man, I'm hanging out with kids, and uh, I'm hanging out with middle school students. Actually, for me, but. Just loving it, loving it. So the idea that we could maybe come together and continue what you've already started and continue to interview some guys and gals and talk about how it could help maybe all of us, because I listen to this stuff as well. I'm, I listen to other po- I don't listen to yours, but no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. I totally listen to it. <laughs> At least um, the one episode. Yeah. And so, but no, I mean, I listen to podcasts. I read youth ministry blogs and try to get all these tools, you know, as well. So. The idea that we could continue to maybe help out some other folks, that's that's a win for me, man. That's yeah. That's good. We're all learning and growing. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know this about Chris, uh, he is a pretty good magician. Oh, that's that's so, what you came out with first? Yeah. So we- have been a pretty good dad. <laughs> pretty big, been a great husband. Well, been, one element we've tossed around adding to the show is that you would do a magic trick every episode. Yeah. And I keep reminding you that they're not watching. <laughs> so, so we're trying to figure that out still, but yeah. uh, we're just trying to spice it up. Do what? Do something nobody else is doing. Yeah. No other youth ministry blogs doing magic tricks. Every I episode. would like to bring some of these illusion guys. We should get an illusion, an illusion. It's like when he's traveling, like yeah. these Christian illusionist type guys. We should have Absolutely. them on as an episode, like at as an episode one time. That'd be fun. That would be fun. But then we could watch the magic tricks. And everybody <laughs> else that was amazing. You should have seen that. Well, you just blew my mind with that. You'd you'd never believe what that was. We'll have to we'll have to do that one. Uh, we'll have to video that one. Yes, and replay that. Um, that'd be fun. So, do you have a trick? No, I got no. Oh, okay. like it's we're just, literally on like they're listening. It's I know. Like, I was just asking. I thought maybe you'd have one. So, uh, yeah. So, the good stuff here. You'll be hearing. Uh, obviously, Chris will be bringing a lot in. I'm I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited for him to come in. This is kind of a um, a conversation that has really happened sort of over a long period of time, but yeah. more so recently kind of gained some steam in the last couple of months and just thinking about how we could come together and do more. Yeah. You've obviously got the book, which we talked about in 36, which is great. Yeah. And, you. um, and you're kind of encouraging and doing this and then uh, we're doing here. And so how can we yeah. do this more effectively and, and together. Yeah. And so. Well, I think, you know, I think one thing we could start with, Jody, would be just for you to kind of tell everybody why, why for you. I mean, so, you know, because I was a little bit surprised to get, you know, the phone call, uh, the conversation of, you know, you partnering, uh, not just bringing on the coast, but you and I doing this together. Um, w- what brought you to the point where you were ready to, because you already, man, Long Hall's doing great. You know, why, why did you decide to. Yeah, this. well, I'm not real sure. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, no, I think um, you're 48 episodes in. 
Yeah, so we're going pretty good. We've been doing this a while, and I feel like I've said a lot yeah. along the way. But I know there's a lot more to be said. And I think for me to be able to, like looking ahead at where where we've come in this and where still there is to go, um, I think it's one of those things where I just realized, I think if I'm going to do this and continue to do it well, I'm going to need... I can't continue to do it alone. Um, and, and well, um, maybe I could continue, but not, not at the level that I would want to. Sure. And so bringing somebody in who had a very similar philosophy of ministry, very similar passion for longevity. I mean, I think we were talking about this earlier today, even like when I started the podcast and the blog, no one was talking about longevity, which is part of the reason why. I decided to start it because I yeah. felt like it was a really needed conversation that no one was having. And it seems like as of lately, you're hearing more and more people talk about longevity. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that it's always really good advice that, that, or that they're defining longevity the same. Right. And so I'm really trying to help and encourage you stay where you are for a really long period of time, not just stay in youth ministry for a long time. Yeah. Because I think most people think of longevity as just being in being a youth pastor for a really long time. And and certainly that's I guess that's an element of it. But for me, I think it's healthier for you and for the church and certainly for the students for you just to stay put. And it's not as easy as it sounds, I mean at all, or everybody would be doing it. But to find somebody who had kind of that similar passion, similar philosophy of ministry, who had also at the same time stayed put and seen the benefit of that um, was really important. And it just seemed very natural kind of as we've kind of developed a friendship and kind of seen what ministry looks like at either place, that that, it just seemed like a pretty natural fit. And, and in thinking to like, how do we strengthen, how, how do we strengthen what we have? Here, how can we better serve the listeners? How do we better serve those on the mailing list? How do we better serve those who read the blog? How can we better serve and equip them um, for the longer haul? Sure. And um, to me, the best way to do that was to bring somebody else in to help. And I don't, I mean, to be honest, it wasn't a thing where I thought, well, let me go find somebody and bring them in. It, it just... Um, I mean, it, it, you know, it really came down to knowing you, knowing your heart, knowing yeah. what you're doing, knowing what you have done, and just feeling like, hey, this could be a good thing. We, sure. We could well, and that's why, and job. that's why I listened to him. What's been interesting is, you know, we've this has been this wasn't like an overnight decision for us. Oh no, no, it's like we've been a month and a half, two months building up to this process where we started, you know, doing this first time. Even went as far as to to go out to eat with our wives. Yeah, because um, um, I had been given some advice, you know, about doing a partnership. That if you're going to do that, and one, make sure you can live life together, you know. Um, so we've been trying to investigate that, you know, a little bit. I think just by hanging out a little more, talking a little more on the phone, and spending time, and and all that's been. And ultimately, I think we keep coming back to our heartbeats are are very similar, you know. And we don't agree on necessarily everything, which is sure. probably nobody's good. going to. It's probably That'll be good, good. right? Uh, but at the end of the day, both of our hearts beat for youth pastors and what we're all doing when it comes to pouring in the lives of teenagers and both of our hearts beat when it comes to this idea of longevity. And I agree with you, uh, longevity at a particular church for a good long time, but also longevity in terms of how long you actually do youth ministry Yeah, uh, in life, you know, so here I'm as a 47 year old, I don't see the end coming anytime soon <laughs> others may have different philosophy of that but uh currently i mean i feel like i can keep doing this for a pretty good while i know i know a lot of guys that are in their 60s still doing this yeah uh, one of the most effective guys i know is down in orlando uh and he's still you know he's still just just killing it he's 62 63 years old so um so yeah it's it's been an interesting process this it, but it was neat to see how kind of god seems to be in a lot of this as far as connecting sure. you know yeah, even our wives just kind of hit it off really well together and and uh, which was really cool to see that. And of course, we were eating Mexican food, so you can like totally, yeah, like, yeah. I get along with anybody. Well, and they had they had that what ranch jalapeno dip, yeah, chewies, 
Can yeah. you say that? Yeah, well, on the podcast. Yeah, they're not a sponsor. Gosh. I wish they would. This stuff fantastic. is so. If they could sponsor and just give us chips and that jalapeno uh, ranch stuff, just every but the, the crunching on the mic might be bad. Yeah, but it'd be so good. Well, I think they put crack in that stuff, and yeah. so that helps. Can you say that? I don't think you say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just did. Just did. Um, oh, yeah. So I mean, I think it's. I mean, really, for for all intents and purposes, it's been rather. Uh, Smooth. Yeah. I mean, we're working through stuff and there's still yeah. things we're trying to wrestle through and we sure. were for a long time. And I think I think that's the other thing too that's probably really exciting is um And we welcome feedback related absolutely. to that. As we're starting this thing out right now. I mean things we'd love to change. hear we'd love to hear from you know what's some things you'd love for us to tackle or who who's some folks you'd love for us to jump in, you know, try to get on the show just to talk about some things and uh now that we're, you know, coming at this from 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 a new angle, you yeah. know, a different angle. And uh, I think that part's going to be, the part's going to be pretty exciting. Um, so I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to it, man. And I know for me, you know, I spend, I spend quite a bit of time, you know, in different churches or at different conferences, just speaking at these things. And I've spent some time talking with, you know, different youth pastors and both guys and girls alike. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, our love for teenagers, is what brings us all together. But I also know that a lot of guys are really struggling. I mean, yeah. and I, and I've struggled, right? And you've sure. struggled. I'm a, I mean, we both have struggled. Yeah. You know, um, truth be known, you're struggling right now. And yeah, I'm not making, I'm absolutely. not making a joke there. I mean, no, there's no, some no. stuff, you know, I've been chatting, chatting about and, and, uh, and that's part of, part of what's going to be, hopefully, God will use some of this to, to encourage and hopefully we'll be encouraged. This is as much for me as it is. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, that's sort of the, the secret of thing for me is like, uh, to just have that opportunity to continue to learn and grow, and that's going to be good. Yeah. So, you know, Chris will constantly downplay his role here, but don't believe that. It'll be uh, – he's a powerhouse, man, wealth of knowledge. So let's do this then, since it's our first one back. Yeah. Let's talk a little about longevity. And I know we did that in episode 36, but yes. it was more centered around specific topics that you tackled in the book, which is still fantastic. It was then, and it still is now. Consider this a youth pastor's guide to longevity. There you go. Yeah, it sounds uh, very fancy, doesn't it? We'll put a link for that in the show notes, because legitimately, yeah. um, you need to read that book. And I'm not just saying that because Chris is sitting here. Um, one of the most practical and helpful books that I think I've ever read on youth ministry, and uh, I mean, so many things in there that you just need to know. And so if you're... I would say, especially if you're starting out in youth ministry, there's some things that you that the book is so helpful in that kind of gives you some warnings from down the road, you know, that you're going to face down the road. But regardless of where you are, like just good reminders, practical things that are helpful there. But I don't want to rehash the same episode yeah, of course. necessarily because that would be redundant. You could just go listen to that. Yes. But I do want to talk about Or you could buy the book and read the book. Or you could buy the book and read the book. And then... We should give... Ooh, can we give away a copy? Let's you, give away a copy. Well, that's your call. It's your book. I I've can't, got, I I can't got, give away your book. I've got book. a closet full of them. <laughs> I can't give away your book. It's like, <laughs> there you go. No, How yeah. do you want to give it away? I don't know. Uh, I think if you were to post, where, where, do you, I don't know anything about this podcasting business, man. So like where, where do you, what do you do? You say you, you, you post a comment somewhere or what do you do? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll think about it. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. We'll come back at the end. We'll uh, tell you at the end how you can win the book. The comment needs to have something to do with I'm so glad you finally got somebody else on there, Jody. It needs to be something like that. Or I can already tell I like Chris a whole lot more. Yeah. Chris yeah. is way better. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> His hair is so much cooler. No, I'd love to give away a copy or two even. Man. I got a couple of extra copies. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll think about that as we go. I'll think about that as we talk and we'll figure out how, to, how we'll do that the best way. Um, let me ask you this. How, how would you define longevity? I mean, I know we've kind of tossed around here at the beginning a few minutes, but like, I feel like everybody talks about, okay, because let me frame this, because we've we've had this conversation. Yes. People say, I hear people say all the time, I, I'm going to be in youth ministry for life. Yes. This is it. It's forever. Sure. And I know we both have really strong opinion about that for another t- for another episode, another day. Yes. Okay. Um, and I I appreciate the heart behind that. Okay. For sure. And I talk to people a lot who have been in youth ministry for a really long time, but I don't know if that necessarily equates to longevity as a whole. So when you think longevity, what are you thinking? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it really does, you know, the oversimplification of that is that, you know, you're, you're talking about two different, two different things. And I was blessed to have, you know, some mentors early on, you know, when I was an intern at First Baptist North Mobile and Mobile, Alabama. Uh, great years, man. I was an intern, you know, there for three years uh, while I was going to school and was blessed to have a guy there that said, you know, early on, he said things to me like, you're going to hear people tell you that the first two years are your honeymoon stage, but I'm here to tell you that after two years, that's when it really starts to get sweet, you know, and, and I think he's right. And I've experienced that. And I've been blessed to be now, you know, in two churches, you know, in all these years, I've only been a part of two churches and which actually a huge blessing. And I know not everybody listening has had that same blessing and, and, uh, and not all churches are worth staying at, you know, for a long term, uh, truth be known. But that said for me and Wendy, both, honestly, I mean, one of our goals early on was just to stay put, to try to find a place we could stay put. But as a result of that, though, I will tell you that maybe this, this was wisdom early on, but if it was, it was because somebody taught it to me, you know, which was not just to settle and take just any job anywhere. Right. Matter of fact, when we went out to Fort Worth to go to seminary, you know, we purposely did not take a gig right off the bat because we did not want to live in Texas forever. We ended up staying there for 11 years. And that's Texas forever. And that's, yeah. Um, I, I saw that on Friday. People say, people say that I wasn't born here, but I got here as fast as I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They do. They say that. I believe it. And I kind of lived that for a little while, to be honest with you. Like, cause, yeah. uh, honestly, when we first got out there, we, and I worked at a church, but I did more like a support staff kind of role. I did some graphic design type stuff for a while. And I worked, I worked for what used to be called the Baptist Bookstore, now it's Lifeway, yeah. which yeah. was cool. Uh, but that said, we purposely did not take one of what's called like a seminary. And I'm not knocking anybody who did this because there's, you know, kids, kids need people, no doubt. And, but we did not want to take a church and stay there for like two years because we knew we wanted to come back to the South eventually. Um, now, God had different plans. But even in that, though, we, when we said yes to our church over in Garland, um, we knew that we were committing. Like our minimum goal was to see a seventh grade class graduate. Yeah, sure. Like that was for us. That was like a stated, we want to stay here and, and be here through at least that. And thankfully, we were able to see that plus a couple extra classes. You know, we, we were able to see a group all the way through and ended up being, you know, several, several groups through. And, but that's definitely one type of longevity, you know. But I tell you, you got to be intentional about it. You know, that's the one thing I know. That's what I think about that it just, it, there's too many roadblocks along the way. Right. And right, you know these. And there are people that are listening, some of you are living them like right now. Uh, so there has to be some intentionality there, you know. I think with the book, when I read the book, the one thing I regret, I probably, and if I ever do a rewrite of the book, I probably will split that up and do like a longevity at your church, your current church, and then longevity long term. Because that's the other side of that longevity coin right. and is that we're talking about, can I do youth ministry into my 40s, which in dog years is like 85. Right. You know, Or middle school years. In middle school years, yeah. and. You know, so but but even that, I think there's there has to be some intentionality in order to accomplish that. It's just not going to happen automatically, right? You know, and well, because how you do middle school into your forties or or youth ministry doesn't have to be middle school. Sure, yeah, does not look the same like when you're in your twenties. No, not at all. You know, and so, and I think that's where a lot of a lot of youth pastors struggle is they don't they don't know they they. How do I say what I'm trying to say? They don't transition out of the way they're doing ministry in their 20s to see how that looks like in their 40s. Sure. So what, I mean, what do you think are some differences that you, th- when you think back to now versus then? Uh, your kids. Yeah. Marriage, kids. Uh, I mean, that's an obvious, you know, and that's not true for every single person, obviously, but, but kids change, you know, just everything uh, related to that. And, because all of a sudden your time changes. And so I think you have to relearn, you know, how to do ministry. You yeah. Know? And I think if you're not good at working with volunteers, you're really going to struggle when those days come. Right. Those are going to be really hard days. And that's one of the reasons why to this point, like I've really, really stressed building a team. Yeah. Building sure. a team of volunteers, 
Um, I mean, that's really been probably outside of just the, you know, the, the other, every other topic we're talking about through the podcast as yeah. those come through. But like, you know, all the courses to this point, all the emphasis to this point has really been primarily on here's how to build a team of volunteers. Yeah. Well, and, and, and listen, you need to you need to build volunteers because one day you're going to be gone. Right. And they're the ones that are going to stay. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. You're going to leave. Yeah. Um, so, okay. What then do you see? And just, just to be clear, I'm making this up as we go. Like there's, I didn't give you questions ahead of time. I mean, no, no. So yeah, yeah. I want, I just want people to know this isn't like some pre-written thing. No. Totally putting you on the spot. So we're talking about longevity and staying for a long time. What are some reasons, viable reasons, that a youth pastor should consider leaving? Yeah. Okay. Well, church answer first. Jesus yeah. Duke answer, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be obviously the you know the God's calling, right? Which I hear so much. Yeah. Right around the two and a half year mark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I'm I mean like every yeah. youth pastor that I talk to that tells me they're thinking about leaving, almost every one of them when I ask them how long they've been there, yeah. It's somewhere give or take 3 years. Yeah. Which I, is amazing wait, that God does that yeah. so consistently. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. I you know, I'm probably guilty of when it comes to God's calling on my life trying to figure that out at times like everybody tries to figure that out. I'm probably a little bit guilty. Uh, tell me if this is you. I don't know if this is you or not. Uh, I think if I really, really, really want to, yeah, then maybe, maybe it's just not God's call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which is probably that's not true because God does give us the desires of our heart. So I think there's part of that, you know, in there. Um, yeah, I, I think though. Here's the deal. I think it has to be more than it's hard. Yeah, I don't think that it being hard is is God's calling. That's not a, a sign of God's calling. Um, I think doors start to start to shut and stay shut and remain shut, and you cannot get them open. Uh, I think other opportunities presenting themselves that seem to, you know, just resonate. Um, I think ultimately. A well, this is this is hard advice to give because in every situation, I would want to literally have a conversation and really unpack so much with somebody before I, they heeded this advice. But truth, the truth is, is there are some churches that are so unhealthy that it's not healthy for you to stay there anymore. Sure, I agree. Or maybe it's a relationship with a pastor or another staff person, or you know, or whatever that might be. And I think the key to that though is that it doesn't have to change overnight. Right, that we have to allow for for God's timing, and we have to also make sure that we're hearing from God on that when it comes to saying, "I'm releasing you." Yeah, because what we do know from Scripture is that there are moments where things are hard, like things are hard. Ministry's hard. Yeah, I just read an, an article a couple of weeks ago, and I can't remember where it was at. So I will find it and we'll put the link in the show notes. But it was on weariness. Yeah, and. The gist of the article was that there's a difference between burnout and weary, and I think often we confuse them. Yes. And and the article basically um, says, look, if Jesus grew weary, we we should do. Yeah. Like, it, weariness is okay. Yeah. And probably expected as a pastor. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think a dentist that owns a dentist practice, that all he does is fill teeth and... Fixed teeth all the time. Don't you think he probably every once in a while gets weary? I don't know why anybody would want to be a dentist and use that drill on people's teeth, man. I, I think but you, you understand do that what because saying? you're sadistic. Yeah, like okay. there's a part of you that says. You know, my last feeling I went without Novocaine. <laughs> That's why you're so much cooler to me. That's a true story. Why? Because you're like, I work with only, middle schoolers said, every day. I can handle can this. handle the pain. Because I decided I'd rather have five seconds of pain, of drilling pain. Then the shot. I hated the idea of the shot. I was like, dude, just drill it. If it's only gonna take that, you drill it, and it hurt for a no, second. Man, what's wrong it's a true story. You? There are people cringing right now. Going, I'm cringing it? right now. I, if, it, when oh, I was done, I was done, bro. Gosh, like, I was no. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, so we'll. Uh, 
gosh, no way, man. Yeah, yeah, Give yeah, me yeah. the... So, but here's, go back to the point, which... I don't even remember <laughs> what the point was. The, which was, what I'm saying okay is to be weary. weary. But I, it, it, name any, any profession. Oh, I, yeah, I sure. suspect every profession, people get to accountants. Oh, yeah, sure. Lawyers. Yeah, we get weary. Whatever, man. And it's okay. And I think, Whatever but I think sometimes we confuse that. Right? Yes. Sometimes we think weary means I need to get out of here. Yes. And I think the posture of our hearts in this is, yes, there are churches that are unhealthy to be in at times. There are situations that are unhealthy. But it should never be your first instinct to leave. Because what we believe, you and I both believe passionately, is that we think that on the other side of that process that you're going through or that pain or that difficult time, that it's going to be much better. Right. And that, yeah, two years, like my mentor told me, two years in, man, that's awesome. Well, let me tell you, five years, because I've oh, had yeah, five, five years. Five is good. You five years, some. ridiculous. Five is right? good. Listen, I've had 10 now. 10 yeah. years, awesome. Yeah. Like, I've had a 10-year moment now, you know, and I'm getting close to 15, like here at here at Johnson Ferry. And so I'll be able to have experienced, you know, that 15-year that mark. But I can tell you straight up, having been here for 13 years, man. I mean, there's such, yeah. and the other part I would say about that is, you know, don't underestimate being a youth pastor that has kids and raised kids. And maybe that's not in the cards for every single person listening. And I understand that, but, but even life experience, the longer you do that, the more people trust you. Absolutely. The, the more influence you're going to be able to have over parents. They're going to, they're going to take your word for stuff a whole lot more. Whereas if you're the new person, man, walking in. Rightfully so, man. They're a little bit like, yeah, I don't know. Let me get to know you before I entrust you with what I should be doing with my kid. Right. You know? Yeah. The watershed moment when I turned 30. Yeah. I had had kids at that point for years. Sure. But I turned 30 and everybody was like, oh, he's a real boy. You know, he's a yeah. real adult now. Let's, yeah. we can trust him. Um, yeah. So I, I think there, are, I think we would all say, in fact, if you go to the longerhall.com, um, I forgot I had this on there. If you go to the longerhall.com, on the left-hand side of the page, you can you can download seven reasons you should leave your church. Yeah. I've got seven on there. It's Great. free. Yeah. just doesn't cost you anything. Um, and so if you're in a situation where you're really struggling trying to figure out um, whether you should stay or whether you should go or what are the reasons to, to, to leave, that's a good starting place for you. Sure. Every situation is going to be unique. I think you said that. Yeah. And so... Uh, it's difficult, I know, to say, oh, well, here are reasons you should leave. But, you know, I would think, like, if your uh, family is really unhealthy and struggling. Yeah. You know, your marriage is, like, maybe you need to step away. Yes. Um, that's for sure. Uh, that's your, If there's moral failure on your part, you've, you've got to step away. You know, I think... But there's something, here's the tricky part, though, to this whole conversation, Jody. Here's what I would say. That there are a whole lot of things we think are reasons yeah. that are going to stay true no matter where we serve. Right. There are always going to be difficult people in every church you serve in. And they'll always have a different name. Yes. It's the same person at every church. It is. But the fact is, you and I both know, and it doesn't matter what size church you're in. It doesn't matter where you're at. And there, are, there is probably a little bit of a honeymoon stage there, first couple of years. Sure. You know, where where you don't have as much of that. But there are always those people. And I've got stories and you've got stories and the people that are listening have stories. Um, but that in itself is not a reason to leave because you're just going to inherit a new set of problems. And that's... And start all over again. Side, you know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Money is not a reason to leave. Um, no. Not always. Now, I want to be clear about that. I, you know, I'm, I'm not... Obviously, there are some churches that are simply not going to pay you maybe what you need. I mean, I get that there there are exceptions to what I'm about to say, but and I did write about this in the book. But the fact of the matter is, is you're you're never going to make a killing in youth sure. ministry. Oh yeah, no, um, it's just not going to happen. And so, part of that, if if, if you're wanting to do this long term, you have to you can't. You can't go from church to church just because the next church is offering you two grand more or five grand more. 
because you are going to hit, you are going to hit, and, and you and I both know this now, you are going to hit somewhat of a ceiling, you know, on, on how much you get paid. Um, but here's the thing that that's just, it's like that anywhere, any job. Yeah. It's anywhere. You start off, ask teachers, man, teachers, good night, son. They work their butts off. And yeah. Can I say butts on the podcast? Well, you just did. You just did. We've said a lot of things that we are not Have sure. You? Not this, sure about? Just this episode. The first episode in, we've already said more words that we're not sure about. Yeah. <laughs> than There's the, more to come. Than the 49 before Ugh, it. My wife's not sitting here to help me know what not to say. So, hey, and I love let her. T- let me tell you a secret. Wendy's the best. Here's a secret. This is our show. Yeah. yeah. So we can do what yeah, we okay. want. Okay. That's beautiful. If they so. don't want it, they won't listen to it. The biggest, just for those listening, the biggest challenge I'm having trying to learn how to do this podcast is the how to take drinks without it picking up on the mic. Yeah. Because he doesn't want me to do this. Yeah, that was my ice. Yeah. Really. He freaks out about that kind of stuff. He's oversensitive about the whole sound issue. That's because I'm the one that has to yep, edit the show. If you've been listening for a while, if you're a longtime listener, you guys have no idea how hard <laughs> Jody has worked. And I'm here to loosen him up a little bit. Hey, man. We're here for the listener. Yeah. Okay. Just good. <laughs> I just don't think a little ice shuffling is going to bug him. I'm just throwing it out. Is that loud? Somewhere somebody's wearing earbuds. That's like, <laughs> ah, stop with the ice. Enough the worst of my laugh, I'm sure. So. Yeah, I mean, so I think, I think, I mean, for me, and I've said this before, and I've even said it just a few minutes ago, I think the bottom line for me is that leaving should never be your first option. Yeah. It should be a reluctancy yeah. there. And, you know, like even when we walked away and left where we were to come to where we have been now for the last sure. you know, eight years, leaving was excruciatingly difficult. Yes. And we were certain, certain of God's call in yes. moving our life. Like it's one of probably four times in my whole life that I knew in the moment this is exactly what God's telling us to do. But leaving was excruciating. Yeah. And we were not in a super unhealthy situation, but it was by no means an ideal situation. Um, but coming here was really easy. Yeah. You know, it yeah, was really totally. easy. Yeah. And, you know, we just continue to see God affirm that. Yeah. Even in the midst of like really crappy situations. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Jody, here's the thing, man. Like I'm a pro you, you're See, rattling your drink. And well, I you can't now, do that. I can't be showing up by you. Okay. Uh, at the end of the day here, here for me with this whole, this whole process, we're talking about, about, you know, longevity, everything. You got to go all the way back to the, what started this like for me. And for me, I'm a product of youth ministry. Right. Literally a kid that was unchurched into my junior year of high school, a youth pastor invites me to church. And out of that, having, you know, going up to centrifuge, trust in Christ at youth camp, uh, having never been to youth camp before, didn't know even what that was like. But for me in that moment of trusting Jesus and him literally changing my life uh, in so many ways, but also a calling came about. And I wanted to do what my youth pastor. I wanted to impact teenagers for Christ, and that's still at the at the foundation. Everything we're talking about, I think this is true for you as well. We want to impact teenagers for Christ. That's what we're called to do. What you and I both believe, and I think what the reason we're partnering on this thing and we're doing this together is that we believe you can do that better if you experience longevity. Yeah, I feel like I'm. Agreed. Listen, I. I wish I had the energy and the looks and all that that I had when I was in my twenties. I don't, obviously. But the crazy part is, I think I'm a much better youth pastor now than I was in my twenties. And it's not to say that a twenty-something-year-old listening is not doing great. They are, and I think I did what God was calling me to do. Do them, but but in anything in life, you get better as you go. I hope I'm a better husband now than I was in my twenties. I hope I'm a better dad to my seventeen-year-old son and my fourteen-year-old daughter than I was, you know, when I was changing diapers. You know, I hope we all grow. Yeah. But the same thing is true in, in youth ministry. So ultimately, if my ultimate deal is, I man, I just want to impact teenagers for Jesus. Great. That's that's good. But part of that for me is, man, I, I want to do it long term because I believe that the longer and not at a church, if I can stay there for a really long time, the depth that those relationships can grow into if I'm there for more than two years, if I'm there for five, 
yeah. or seven or eight. Then I'm dealing with siblings and brothers and sisters and families. And I'm, I've walked through crises with families right. before. And I've walked through celebrations with families before. And man, that, that to me is where the heartbeat comes from for me, man. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Um, I had a really cool conversation uh, this past weekend, actually. We had taken our um, college students up to a conference up in North Carolina. and So you do youth ministry like you you have college kids in your youth group, right? Like not in your youth group, but you also are in charge of college, yeah. correct? Yeah. So it's separate ministry to church, but I oversee it as gotcha. well. Um, and so I had taken them up for – um, a, a conference there. And so Saturday night after the conference was over, we get back to the hotel we're in. And I don't even know how it came up in the van ride on the way back to the hotel. One of the students who's been around since I got here, um, we were actually in the town of the church that I had I uh, pastored in before I came. So they wanted to go see the church that we were at and all this stuff. So we're driving past and uh one of the one of the girls asks what it was like leaving to come. Because yeah. we'd been there for a really long time. And in that particular ministry, I oversaw like I was like family kind of role. So I oversaw uh children's ministry and yeah. all of youth ministry. Um so literally every student in our ministry or kid in our ministry, we had seen pretty much come to faith in our ministry or in some way, shape, form, fashion. We were super invested in that. And then we walked into a place of really a lot of inconsistency. I was like the fifth youth pastor for the senior class, you know, counting two interims in that five. And so just kind of talking through them, like that whole process and what was going on behind the scenes and some of these guys were in the ministry and already. Some of them were just coming into the ministry. Um, some of them were really young in middle school, kind of all across that. And um, so what's cool is if you've listened to episode 31, you can hear on episode 31, uh, Kevin, who is um, on the show. He's one of my uh, students. And he was there when I came, and he talks about – um, just kind of the product of what came about after, with all of these youth pastors leaving and then what the transition was like for me, me coming in. And so um, he's sharing a little there in the hotel room. And it was just a really cool reminder of the stability that exists now in this ministry and the health of the ministry. And not, not because, not even really because I'm doing it all right, or that we've gotten it right along the way, or because I'm like some amazing youth pastor, just because I've stayed um, has been, it was just really affirming again. And just what a, it was so encouraging. And then to hear them say, we're really glad you stayed, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's like, that's gold. You know, I just want to, can you say that again? Let me, I wasn't ready to record that <laughs> just yet. Can you just, just as heartfelt as the first time, but I need you to do it one more time so I can get that on the recording. Um, it was really, really good. And those types of relationships, that, those things that happen and come about as a result of staying put, man, there's no other way to get to that. I mean, yeah. it literally only comes through staying where you are. And it wasn't easy. And it would have been easier to leave. And to be honest, I've had plenty of opportunities to do so. Um, but I don't want to. Yeah. Like I'm committed to where I am. So that's episode 31. Uh, I'll link to that as well. But that that's a really good um, – here's what I'll say in, as far as episodes around longevity. Uh, because the uh, there's a few that if you haven't listened to, I would say listen to. Um, 31 for sure with Kevin, you can hear kind of what, um, what comes about as, you know, from the student side, these guys coming in and coming out over and over and over again. Um, 36 is obviously the episode with Chris, very, very, very practical. And 
the episode, gosh, what's the episode with Mike? We were just talking about this episode. Um, was it further along? It was when you want to choose. Oh, check there is. Uh, 42. 42. Yep. 42. So 31, 36, and 42 uh, are great. Um, episode 42 is Mike, and uh, Mike is a listener to the show and came on. He was going to leave. He could have left his position, had every reason to. It was a great situation. Would have been easy to, no one would have questioned it on either side of leaving. But he decided to stay. And so he comes on in episode 42 and shares about the fruit that he's seen just from staying yeah, when, yeah, when he totally. didn't need to and didn't have to. And um, so I would for sure check out 31, 36, and 42. We'll link to all those in the show notes. But there's just, I mean, that's why we're doing this. Totally. I mean, you know, we talked totally. about at the beginning, like, why do we do yeah. this? This is why we're doing this. Because like you said, we believe that it's worth staying and that God does more through staying than um, than he could. And again, it's not that you're not going to leave or that God's not going to call you away. He does. But, man, if, if, if I could just make youth pastors understand what's on the other side, right? Yeah. Like, oh, if I could just get youth pastors to see what's coming. And again, it's, it, it's better. Oh, man, it's amazing. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's always easy either. Like, I don't want to sell this longevity thing as, oh, well, if you stay for a certain amount of time, you won't ever have battles or frustrations. Oh, that's crazy, man. We both have all kinds of... And probably about every two to three years, yeah. you know, something's going to yeah. come up. And that's kind of, I mean, even now, you know, you mentioned this earlier, even now, right now, trying, I'm, I'm in the middle of trying to wrestle through sure. um, through some things that we're, that we're facing and dealing with. And in the grand scheme of things, probably not that big of a deal. But in the moment, boy, they feel like they are, you know. Yeah. And But longevity gives Helps. you, it gives you perspective. It does, yeah. This is the kind of situation that is, if two years in, would make somebody want to leave. Yeah. But it's not, it's not worth leaving over. Yeah, and right. it's it's just a conversation. Yeah, and I would just say, you know, now that I have this, now that you've let me, you know, be a part of this, you know, podcast with you here, Jody, I, I, I just would love to take a moment just to say, you know, to the folks that do listen, that have listened, you know, or that are coming on board for the first time, whatever that is, whatever that looks like. I've had, you know, lots of conversations with lots of different youth pastors over the years. And, and I know that literally right now there are all kinds of different folks listening. You know, they're part-time, they're volunteer, they're full-time, making all kinds of different levels of money, all kinds of different levels of vacation. There's probably guys, there's probably girls listening. Um, big youth groups, little youth groups. The ultimate thing that all ties it together, number one, is our love for Jesus, and the number two, the fact that we want teenagers to love Jesus. But here's what I'll say from just having been in a lot of breakout type sessions, you know, hanging around, hanging out with youth pastors that have gone through all kinds of different struggles and, and have, you know, all kinds of different celebration type moments as well. I, I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, and, and we are, we are, you know, walking the same path, but, but thank you for serving wherever you're sitting right now, whatever it is you might be going through or, whatever joy you're going through, you know, thank you for, thank you for loving teenagers and, and staying committed to your calling. And I just want to encourage you to keep pressing on. And if we can be a little part of that along the way, by bringing on some fun folks that can help us be better at what we do, that's what we want to do. And if Jody and I can be a part of that, if I can be a part of that, uh, that's what we want to do and keep, keep trying to fulfill this calling. Cause I believe it's a calling. Uh, that God's called us to 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 help teenagers love Jesus, you know, because being a teenager is not not as easy, and it is changing, right? I mean, we know we if you're listening, you know this. I know we've all we always used to laugh at our parents saying it's not like it used to be, but the fact is, is it 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 continues to get harder and harder. I think to be a teenager, and we just want to do it well. And so, thank you for serving teenagers. And press on. Yeah. Stay the course. And um, stay tuned for magic tricks. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was a pretty good moment I just had, Jody. Is that what you're going to do on every podcast in, in my sweet moments like that? Is, it was a great moment, and I'm trying unbelievable. to... Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, somewhere, there's like people crying. Yes. And I'm just no, I don't trying. think that's happening, but uh, no. We love what we get to do, and we no. love being a part of part of this. So it's Absolutely. Good. Fun and we are grateful. Stay the course. Stay at it. We Okay, how are we going to do the giveaway? Uh, you tell me you're the podcast expert. Uh, so how about this? Go... Go to the show notes page, which will be at thelongerhall.com slash episode 050. Yeah. Okay. So the, you go so to the show notes. You, know, you don't even have to post anything like anything. Just say, just I'd comment. love a free book. I would love a free book. Just yeah. comment and we'll throw them all in a hat and pull a couple names out. I like it. So thelongerhall.com slash episode 050. And you can leave a comment there. And we'll uh, we'll do a drawing there. Number we'll, fifty. We'll do the drawing. We'll do the drawing on Facebook. Like a Facebook Live kind of thing. Yeah. So they can don't do think that on we're Facebook? cheating. Yeah, totally you can. can. I know you can do that. I'm just Gosh, come <laughs> on. Man. So yeah. So make sure you like the Facebook um, page, the longer haul over on the Facebook, and um, yeah, we'll we'll do it there, and we'll let the winner know. Great. Sounds good. Cool. Well, all right. Well, this is uh, this has been fun, dude. Thanks for having me, man, and thanks for listening. Oh, I'm not having you anymore. You're here. You're oh, part I know of it. Uh, thanks for letting me be here. I don't have to let you. This I know. is your thing. Does that mean I can fire you? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> so anyway, well, all right. Well, hopefully this is helpful. Uh, stay tuned. We've got some honestly some fantastic guests coming up. Uh, right? You're we're excited about these. Uh, guests. I'm. This is this is the coolest part of this gig. Yeah, so we've got awesome awesome guests coming up. We've got uh, some great topics to tackle. If you're not on the mailing list, head over to thelongerhall.com. Make sure to jump on the mailing list. We do have stuff that comes out there uh, that you get on the mailing list that doesn't come up on the blog. It doesn't come out on the podcast. Some unique content there. Make sure you connect with us uh, over on the Facebook at The Longer Hall uh, there. And, uh, of course, go comment for the giveaway. Any last comment? Oh, we didn't do a resource. Resource? Do you have a resource other uh, than your book that we've yeah. plugged a bunch? I mean, off the top of my head, what am I currently reading? That would be the question. Oh, the we're going to do, po- hopefully we're going to do a podcast on this, but I'll tell you the book I just read, great resource, The 12 yeah. Ways Your Phone's Changing You. Yeah, it's a great book. So good. So, so we'll put a link for the 12 ways your phone is changing you. Yeah, man. We'll and circle it's back not to even that. written to teenagers, but you can totally grab some stuff out. Of yeah. Thing. It's, if you can make it's it, it's pretty convicting, bit. though. It It is. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. That's like in a good way, though. In a good way. Tons of good stuff in there. That's and a, a foreword by John Piper, so you'll automatically sound like you're like smart because you're reading John Piper stuff, which sounds cool. Unless you're an Armenian. Yeah. And then you'll sound like a heathen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. About <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I don't know. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, that'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, and for all that, if you have questions or comments, reach out to us. Make sure you jump on the mailing list. Like the Facebook page. We will uh, we'll draw names for that giveaway here from folks who comment. Uh, we'll say, you want to do the end of the month? Sure. Yeah. So the end yeah. of the month, we'll do that and uh, and post that so that you, you can grab those there. And so, um, yeah. This was fun. Awesome, man. First of many. This is fun. All right. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.